your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And I would like to thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day on this Friday afternoon. And in today's episode, we'll be recapping last night's game against the Anaheim Ducks. I do want to apologize for there not being an episode yet previewing this game due to me having some technical difficulties. So getting on into this game, this was a game where I was looking at this game and I'm thinking to myself, this is going to be a real test for the Hurricanes and for the Ducks as well because both teams were two of the top teams in the NHL. And, you know, heading into this game, you know, I was definitely curious as to what the Hurricanes were going to do as far as their lineup goes because, you know, in this game, Brett Pesci was back in the lineup. This was his first game back since the beginning of the month when he went out with an injury. So this was going to be an interesting game for him having him back. And it's not against an easy opponent. The Ducks are hot right now. And that was really my biggest takeaway from the game is that this is a good team. This is not a team that's a bit of a flash in the pan, having like a little hot streak. No, this team is good. And heck, in the first period alone, the 17 shots that the Ducks had was the most the Hurricanes have surrendered in a period all season long. And yeah, the Ducks, they're, they're legit. And I really hope that they can keep this success up. Obviously, I know you're just like this game and you're going to drop games from time to time. They were on an eight game winning streak. We snapped that. So like you're going to lose games, obviously. It's going to happen. It's part of professional sports. You're going to lose games. But I really do hope that this Ducks team can keep it up because it was really nice to see them being really competitive because I think Trip Tracy said it very well on the, I believe it was the pregame broadcast, was saying how you know in years past this was a game where you could sort of sleepwalk into this game because you knew okay the Ducks eh, they're not that good and that's not the case this year this is a game where you know we may look back on this one and be like this may be a game we look back on later on in the season and even the playoffs for both teams and seeing just where these teams stack up against the rest of the league because it's very much a best of the east and best of the west type thing but in the first period it was very uh the hurricanes definitely it wasn't their best period it wasn't a bad period per se but it wasn't the best ethan bear did end up scoring his first goal as a carolina hurricane so that's great to see he was definitely a player that 
I was looking forward to seeing, or and still am looking forward to seeing how he progresses as a Hurricane, being a really young guy with a lot of upside. And to see him get that first goal, it's nice to see, but ended up, yeah, Anaheim ended up tying it up. Troy Terry, who's been on an absolutely insane tear as of late, he got a rebound goal that's definitely pretty rough um that was not one that I really liked not in the sense that it shouldn't have counted it's just like oh man someone should have been able to do something about that because it was very it very much like happened in slow motion it just Freddie didn't have there was no no there was no attempt to stop this rebound it bounced off and then boop right on in and it was it was definitely a ugly for the Hurricanes. Good goal for Anaheim, but ugly for us. And yeah, it wasn't the best period for the Hurricanes. And we are lucky with as hot as Anaheim is uh, of us coming out of that tide. And it wasn't the fact that you know the Hurricanes again they weren't bad. That we had some decent shots on goal and. Freddie did make some really, really good saves in that first period. Again, there was that one pretty bad rebound, but you know, the the Hurricanes they they can do better than that, and I think they may have been surprised a bit of how good Anaheim is, and they it very they very much reminded me of us. Like they just came out. Guns a blazing, and it just again they very much remind me of us of just our style of play of how we just go out go as hard as we can. They they very much did the same. It really did remind me of the Hurricanes there. But heading on to into the second period, this was one that this was a very fun period to watch. I would say the second period was very fun. And we will talk about that second period right after this quick break. Now, you guys know me. You know I love Thanksgiving and all of the food and treats that come along with it. But sometimes you don't want something that's so full of calories and sugar. And what better way to replace all that stuff than with Built Bar? Built Bar is the new perfect holiday dessert. So you can feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and to be quite honest, that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories, with only 4 grams of sugar and plenty of protein. So replace that coconut cream pie with a coconut Built Bar, or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of a raspberry pie. There are good flavors to replace any kind of pie or dessert you can think of. Built Bars are low calorie, low carb, low fat, and high protein, and regardless of the flavor, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Built Bar is a great option for when you're hungry, and it doesn't even have to be Thanksgiving. If you're at work, you want a snack, rather than getting some junk food, eat a Built Bar. I do that. And share some at your family gatherings. You never know. You may turn a family member onto Built Bars, and they may love the Built Bar and love you even more for it. Built Bar has new surprises all month long with limited time flavors arriving at Built.com regularly, so you got to make sure you're checking that website. And there's nothing like a Black Friday Built Bar, so mark your calendar because Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 
and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now, like I said, the second period was a really, really fun period. Um, while both teams didn't score in this period, you know, it still ended up tied, tied up. This was a really, really fun period to watch. Both teams, especially the Hurricanes, did get off to a really good start. The Hurricanes were creating some really good chances early on. Seth Jarvis had an absolutely amazing shot 90 seconds into this period. And this is the period we actually saw the first power play for the Ducks. Natchez had a delay of game penalty. And that was something that I did like in this game was how the Hurricanes cleaned it up a little bit. They didn't have as many penalties as they had in games past because definitely an issue in the past few games and few is definitely putting it lightly of the hurricanes really just taking way 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 too many penalties and in this game that wasn't the case they only ended up i believe with i think two penalties in the second period which again with the way they had played in the past few games I think that's really, really good for them. And again, they were able to stop the Anaheim power play because the Anaheim power play had been one of the best in the NHL, which it actually, I think it may have been the best in the NHL. It was definitely up there. I do, I remember that. But yeah, it was a really, really good game and those were the only two penalties that the hurricanes committed all game long was those two in the second period that um delay of game penalty and uh, what was the other one oh it was a fetch roughing penalty i believe it was i'm not 100 percent sure on that but again the hurricanes they were able to kill off the anaheim power plays and yeah, Anaheim obviously killed off their one penalty that they had for us. So, or their one uh, penalty kill that they had to kill off. So that was really good for both of us. It was a turbo hooking penalty, actually. That was the second one for Anaheim. And it was the four on four opportunity that ended up leading to a, a bit of a roughing that was caused by a little scrum behind the net involving Andre Sveshnikov. They ended up leading to that four on four. And then Lindholm had a goalie interference that ended up leading to a four on three for us. It all happened very, very quickly there. So it was very nice to see Freddie just having some big saves on those power play opportunities. He had this one amazing save on Henrique. It was absolutely crazy. It was definitely one of those, like, whoa, how'd he do that? But I would say one criticism that I did have in this game was when we had that four on three, uh, how the Hurricanes were just continuing to just pass, 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 pass. Like, you got to actually shoot the puck. 
that's been an issue that the Hurricanes have had in the past. They just do too much passing, and that was just another time of that rearing its head. And hopefully they can do something about just creating more shots. I mean, they didn't do a bad job at that. They had 31 shots on goal, but whenever you have an opportunity like that, don't just spend half of it passing, okay? It's one thing if you don't have a shot, but try to make something. You have some of the best playmakers in the game out there. Use them. So, (laughs) and that's obviously easy for us to say. Of course, we're not out there doing it. But, yeah, that would be, like, the one criticism I had with this game is just stop doing so much passing. I know they tend to be a pass-first kind of team, but, again, you're not going to win games by spending the whole game passing. You have to shoot. But I really did, like, towards the back, or actually it was really, like, the final two and a half, three minutes, like, this game just got really, really, really physical in the second period and it was really really fun to watch and again going back to that uh, roughing penalty that Svetch and the one Anaheim player had that was very entertaining Uh, it's just watching the teams just kick it up a notch when it came to their physicality It, it, it was very entertaining back half of that period and again the final two and a half minutes three minutes of that period was some really fun and entertaining hockey to watch. Both teams had some really good shots. Goalies stood tall. No surprise, Freddie Anderson and John Gibson won the Jennings Trophy together in, I believe, 2016, 15? One of those, right there in the the mid-2010s. They won that together, and so I'm not... I'm also not surprised Freddie had a really good game in this game because, you know, he played in Anaheim for years. Obviously, you know, they have a lot of new guys there that he didn't play with, of course. But, you know, a guy like Ryan Getzlaff, he knows what he's going to do. He played with him for years. So it's no surprise that Freddie ended up going 31 for 32 in this game with a nine six nine save percentage so it's really no surprise but you know at the end of the day, uh, third period ended up happening and that was really where the game had a bit of a turning point in favor of the hurricanes and we'll talk about that right after this quick break bet online is back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props odds and lines than ever before bet online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season so head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code locked on to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, football, hockey, boxing, UFC, and even right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
Now, the third period is obviously where things end up favoring the Carolina Hurricanes in this game because this is a game where we saw the Hurricanes have their first penalty shot since Jeff Skinner on December 1st, 2017. Seth Jarvis ended up getting a penalty shot opportunity. Obviously, it didn't go through or anything like that, but it ended up being a holding a Cam Fowler. He had he was holding Seth Jarvis on a breakaway. Again, ended up leading to the penalty shot opportunity. But that was really crazy. Just like wow, we did we actually saw a penalty shot. We never see those again. He didn't capitalize on that. It is only a minute and twenty into the third period when that happened. But, yeah, that, that's crazy, especially Seth Jarvis being so early into his NHL career and already having a penalty shot opportunity. But, yeah, that, that was really crazy. But Seth Jarvis ended up being the difference maker in this game because this ended up being, a, again, a goalie battle because for half of this period, stayed tied, but... Seth Jarvis ended up getting a tip-in goal about 9.34 in the third period. And that is that was his second straight game with getting the game-winning goal. If you counted those two other games, if you counted Philly and St. Louis, he's on a four-game goal streak. So, so that's really great for him. He's definitely making it, and obviously... It is a two-game streak, not a four-game streak, as much as we'd like it to be. But uh, he ended up getting the game-winning goal again. And I think yeah, with him doing that, I do think that he's really solidifying his place on this roster. Because once again, we're saying Seth Jarvis was awesome in this game. He was the difference maker and just about every single game, actually has been really every single game he's played in, whether we win or lose, he has been a positive. And I do think that, I think he's going to stay. I, I think he has shown the organization that he's ready for the NHL. He is. Because... You look at the way he's playing right now, he doesn't need to go back to juniors. Why would you send him back? That's going to do nothing for him. And I think that, I think the team is in management and coaching and all that. I think they're realizing that, yeah, I, I think they know he's going to be here. He's going to be on the Hurricanes roster. He, I think Brendan Smith, he'll, he'll probably go back. But I think, yeah, I think Seth Jarvis, he, ha he has to stay. You look at just how good this kid is. He's making the difference. He's not just, it's not just one thing of like, oh, yeah, he's playing really good, but eh, we got other guys that can play really good and can do the same thing as him. But no, he's going out there and being the difference maker for the team and winning us games, winning us back to back games.
And for us, yeah, I think he's definitely just earned he's earned his spot. I mean, he earned it, you know, coming out of training camp, you know, in preseason how good he was, but yeah, like he he's earned his spot on this team moving forward. And I think that's great because the LA game tomorrow on Saturday would be his ninth game at the NHL, that nine game trial period. That's the ninth game. San Jose after that would be the, uh, would be the 10th game. And I think that moving forward, I think he's going to be on the team. I do. Cause San Jose on Monday, I think that's when we're going to see Seth Drivers. He's a member of this team going forward for the rest of the season. But obviously, that's personally what I'm thinking. There's obviously a lot of other stuff that goes into that situation, how folks want to do things. Obviously, I'm not on, I don't work for the Hurricanes. So at the end of the day, what I say, it, it, they don't that doesn't matter because they're going to do what they're going to do. Uh, But I think that they should keep Seth Jarvis here because again, he's the one that made the difference in this game. He is the one that sealed the deal on us snapping Anaheim's eight game winning streak, taking down one of the top teams in the NHL, getting us the first place spot in the Metro division back. Because obviously, yesterday afternoon, Washington had took the first place spot because they had won their previous game. They overtook us. We're only one point ahead of them now. Whereas we're at thirteen two and oh, they're at and twenty six points. They're at ten two and five and twenty five points. So we're definitely we're ahead of them as of right now. But say you know they were to win. They are not playing tonight. I thought they were playing tonight. Say they were, yeah. So, as of right now, we're still holding on to that number one spot for a little bit. But, yeah, the he's the one that got us that number one spot in the division back. The And so that's great in the number two spot in the NHL back as well. Because Washington obviously overtook us there as well. So, thank Seth Jarvis is really making a big difference on this team, and he deserves to be here moving forward. That's personally what I think. I think that's what a lot of the fans think as well. And frankly, members of local media as well, people are loving this kid. And I think the Hurricanes are seeing that. Obviously, if he's not producing on the ice and us liking him, that's one thing. You know, they're still going to send him off, but he's producing him on the ice. He's producing on the ice, so I think he's going to stay. But we won't know until we know. And that will obviously be something we talk about here on Locked on Hurricanes whenever that decision happens. But until then, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. On this Friday afternoon, now go make Locked On NHL your second listen because you guys know all about that great show where they cover all the biggest stories in the NHL. They're obviously going to be talking about this game right here. So go listen to that and make sure you follow Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. 
and stay tuned for tomorrow's episode where I preview the game against the LA Kings with none other than Sarah Avampato from Locked On LA Kings. So until then, I will talk to you guys tomorrow.